0: Welcome to the Chiropractic Assistance for Life podcast with Dr. Lance and Lori Morgan, where you get the strategies and tools to build the team of your dreams. Hello, Lori.
1: Hello, Dr. Lance. How are we doing? Fantastic.
0: Anything new in your
1: had a great day coaching today. I love it when I come from coaching clients to to the studio and do podcasts because I'm still in the My Cairo zone, so I'm excited. So, we have um, reached quite a number of downloads on our podcast recently. Yes, thank you. So we're really excited that you're all listening. That makes us feel good. We're putting in the work, and we're giving out, and you're paying attention. So So that that means a lot.
0: Tolerating me to listen (laughs) to you, (laughs) right? right? No. Um, And likewise, I had practice today from eight to one and saw a patient. So, and my practice is two blocks away from roughly from. where we are right here which is nice yeah so yeah so i had some chiropractic as well today and and practice is nice and i'm doing a lot of other things as well so um and in the process of looking for an associate here in sacramento so i'd like to get my days down and um there would be a couple ways to do it kind of a sweat equity to own or it's
1: good good timing grads are coming out yeah i think so so
0: yeah i think so so i guess if anybody's listening or um you know, we don't do a lot of sales on this show, if any. But um, I don't think that's that salesy. So, but yeah. So bring somebody in, show them all the tricks, and and so if you listen to this and you're like, wow, I I get that stuff, and. The practice, the right. bro- yeah, no, but you're built-in
1: coach, built-in procedures, yeah, built-in everything, one hundred percent, And you're
0: right. going to not make a lot of base, but uh, right. there will be a lot but of. You're going to not make and, a
1: lot of mistakes right out, right out the hoop. So all,
0: well, nice. yes, I mean, not the ones I made for four, you, you'll make them for four <laughs> or five weeks or months, but you're not going to make them for four or five years like I did, definitely. So, right. So you brought something interesting here today, which I I like.
1: Yeah. So we are. We always like to try to bring in a little of a little philosophy, a little everything. So there's definitely some structure to developing an outstanding CA. So if CAs are listening, this is your responsibility to take on these things. If the doctor is listening and you're encouraging your team, there's four things that really have to be solid within your CA for them to really be outstanding in the field of chiropractic. Um, And we'll talk about all four of these, and philosophy, purpose, responsibility as a leader, and enthusiasm. And again, every single one of these in itself has a core. And of course, the philosophy is the number one thing that's most important, because how, what you believe, and how What you believe in chiropractic, what you believe chiropractic is, is how you as a CA show up every day. If I think it's about pain management, I'm going to be more focused on the pain people. If I realize the importance of keeping people subluxation free and being checked for subluxation, then I'm going to start thinking in a wellness realm and and getting outside of that pain-based practice. So it depends on... Unfortunately, the philosophy is something that really truly almost depends on the doctor because the CA buys into what you believe, right? In your practice, you your CAs know what subluxation is. They're able to tell someone when they say, I don't want to come anymore because I feel better. They're able to know what to say when that conversation strikes, Right. They don't hesitate. They don't say, oh, okay, great. I'll let the doctor know. See, you. <laughs> Right? So that core of what you believe chiropractic to be, again, will, sh- will depend on how you not only speak to your practice members, but how impassioned you are when you show up every day.
0: I'm thinking before I speak, which is something I, I don't do a lot. And I don't I don't apologize for it. I'm passionate about what I believe and and right off the bat I'll just say, look, if you have an ouchie practice or you're a wellness practice, um that's fine. I, I I really I don't have an issue with that. I will just it's just kind of comes down to through my twenty years of classmates and coaching And visiting other offices and listening to chiropractors and looking at chiropractors that either are burnt out or are involved, um, doing well or not, Mm -hmm. consistently it's the philosophy-based practice that is making more money, more enjoyment, Um, the CAs are bought in whereas the ouchie practice is just very stressful. And I've done both. Uh, When I got out of college, I was super excited to be a doctor, and that was probably the biggest mistake I ever made. And look, I went to Palmer West. Um, I think Palmer's a great college. I would suggest that people go to Palmer. Um, I like Life. I like Sherman. I like Parker. Um, I think that those are ones that... Right off the bat, and look, if your college wasn't on that list, and you know, there are definitely some right off the bat. And I'm just going to tell you because I'm always going to tell you the truth. You know, there's this kind of medical one in, mm-hmm. what, Florida, right? Where, um, it's actually called Kaiser, isn't it? Which yeah. I find v- hilarious. Um, <laughs> you know, that won't even entertain the word subluxation, which right. I find very funny. Um Western States, I know, is a very anti-subluxation one. Right. I just find that very, 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 very strange.
1: And I know, you know, it's what happens is I know some super-powered subluxation-based chiros out there that went to some of those schools.
0: Well, Billy Billy DeMoss went to LACC. (laughs) And came
1: out and just said, I'm going to do this on my own. I'm going to learn this on my own. And for a chiropractic assistant, that's almost a must for you you have to learn this on your own you have to study chiropractic philosophy you have to listen to the wisdom warriors like Sigafoos and different thing on YouTube where they have these guys that have left our planet with all of this wisdom to share so blessed right to have YouTube and have to be able to watch this stuff you know I didn't have that when I was a CA they didn't have yeah so it's buying into what you might come in one way believing one thing, but the, the goal, the responsibility is to, is to own the truth about it.
0: I wore a white coat when I started in practice.
1: Yeah, and a lot of doctors are doing
0: that now. Well, and, and, you, and it's so funny because what kills me about it constantly is how right chiropractic has been for years. Like even cancer treatments now, what are they doing they're boosting yep. the immune system. They're right. not killing right. the body and the cancer. Chiropractor's been talking about that for 150 years, yeah. 130 years. I mean, uh,
1: Palmer had a cancer it, clinic,
0: it, <laughs> right? He it's, started it's absolute, taking
1: care of cancer. You know,
0: vitamin D, I've been yeah. begging, begging friends and family to take this. Yeah. Now, there is a direct correlation between covert survival rates and vitamin D. And it's so funny because now my friends are like, what was that? You know, it's just. It, <laughs> right. it, it's like... I don't even have really it takes a dog a, crisis. a race, You know, and so... It
1: takes a crisis. I just
0: don't get why when you're on the right side of the ball... Yeah. And I know why it is. You ever, there's a great Dr. Seuss book where there were these guys that had stars on their stomach and the ones that didn't, and the ones that didn't wanted stars on their stomach. And then the ones that had the stars on their stomach didn't want them anymore because the other people had them. And before they knew it, nobody knew who had stars. You're on the right side. Why are you trying to be... That was my biggest mistake ever was trying to be a doctor. And when I decided to be a chiropractor and my practice blew up. Right. Because they wanted something different. It was right. fresh. It made sense.
1: Too much competition if you're trying to be a, a, a medical doctor.
0: And they could care.
1: A the... Too much competition.
0: Uh, and they could care. You know, I yeah. love this. They're like, we're starting to be accepted. Are you kidding me? Right. I mean, right. and I have no ego in this. I'm one of the top chiropractic offices in Sacramento. Look me up. Right. I'm impeccable whether you believe Yelp or whatever. Who cares? But I have never
1: yeah.
0: gotten a referral from a medical doctor. People are like, you know what you're doing, you're not doing it right, you're not outreaching. Yeah. They got
1: their own. And things you're they talking do. subluxation and nobody's getting online and saying, What the heck is this goofball trying to teach me? It, right? It's it, something that people relate to. I remember I remember as a CA sitting at a Parker seminar when I first started as a CA. And I believe it was Jim Sigafus that was speaking, and he was talking about subluxation and how that affects everything in the body. The nervous system controls everything. Subluxation interferes with that nervous system, causing disease in the body. And I wrote on my pad, it can't be that easy. It can't be that simple. We're brought up to believe that there's all of these mechanisms that need to be tweaked and fixed and added pills to and stuff taken out, put in. And all of he all he said was, Our bodies are made to function optimally that just needs no interference. And I thought, wow, I can share that
0: message. That's easy. It's such a duh. I mean, it's called Oakham's Razor. The easiest answer is most most likely the right one. We don't have flip phones anymore. You know why? More moving parts. There's more likely to break. That's why we just – it's it's mind-blowing to me. Um, And then it's funny how – A a certain subset of chiropractors get upset about. If you love treating pain and you feel like you're the Hallelujah doctor and that helps you, and you got a great practice doing that, great. I just, I and and chiropractic is
1: great for pain. Yes, which is why you know I like I had my coaching call today and we were talking philosophy because they're brand new in chiropractic. Three months in, six months in, and I said, "Wow." I get that people come in not feeling good and they leave feeling better, right? And they, oh, yeah, yeah, that's what it's all about, right? I said, but it really isn't because we know chiropractic fixes stuff or makes you feel better because why? You're removing the interference, the body can function and do its own thing, right? And I said, but wow, what about the people that came in for a headache or and, and are, you know, have a C1 subluxation on the scan? And then you scan the whole spine and there's subluxation all over the place. But they haven't had any pain in any of those areas, right? Because only 10% of the nerve function has a pain receptor in it, right? So lucky for the 10% that come in in pain, their fire alarm went off. And I think, good for you. Yay, your fire alarm went off. The other guys who are walking around with all of these problems and all of this dysfunction and don't even know – to, haven't had their fire alarm go off yet. It's slowly burning, right? It's, it's smoldering in there until, poof, kaboom, something bad happens. So, again, as a CA, you need to start deciding what side of the fence you're going to come from. But if you're going to be outstanding in this profession, you need to own the fact that the body is self-healing and self-regulating and that the subluxation causes distress to that.
0: In- and so the CAs know, and, and maybe they, they are aware, they might be thinking what I'm about to say. In my practice, ninety 99%, nine 99.9, point nine ninety nine point nine percent of the people that start with me are in pain.
1: Absolutely are.
0: I, maybe not, You know what's actually weird? I'm getting four or five a year, like, yeah, I don't have any pain. I just want to get checked, and I know this is kind of the thing right. to do. It actually, I don't have a script for that. So when they do that, it actually really screws me up. So the CAs are going, well, everybody that comes to our office, I don't get it. They're all in pain. Yes. But you don't have a decision. See, what I do is they can pick either route to take. Right. So I – But if they come in pain and get out of pain and stay,
1: then we've done done our job, right? Because we've taught them. We've educated them that you came with this in mind. You came with one belief system. And now we're teaching you that even the pain's now gone. First adjustment, sometimes the pain goes away, right? That's Why you never adjust on the first visit? Because if you adjust on the first visit, you might never see anybody again because they think you they've had a miracle, right? So you have to focus on the fact that if they're there out of pain, that you've done a good job educating
0: them. Well, and what do you do? Like, if you see, this is what's crazy is. There's so many things people buy into, and then when we have this discussion on chiropractic, it's like, "Oh, here they go, you know, here they go, <laughs> you know, here they go, and it's like, okay, let's do something you've bought into when we break a bone, speaking of breaking bones, here's something that you're familiar with <laughs> you're out of you're out of pain in what a week or two, so you took the cast off right, right. <laughs> oh, of course you didn't. You wear it for the full six weeks. <laughs> so why in chiropractic when we have one or two adjustments and the pain is gone, poof, ta-da, right? Because that's a lie. Right. It, it, it's just it's crazy to me that that we do that. And there's a very simple way to do it that's not oogie. That's honest. And you can Google ten percent of the nerve does pain, right? Ninety percent does organs and tissues. You want to want a really docs? This is for the docs. You want a simple way to explain it without sounding like a creep? Everybody knows the chart that has all the nerve distribution, right? And everybody knows the chart that goes to the organs. The one that has the nerve distribution, I call that the 10% chart. 10% of the nerves do pain. You know what that is? That's the chips and salsa in my office. If you're here from chips and salsa, great. I've been to a restaurant before and only had chips and salsa. We've all (laughs) done it. But there is a menu that you're doing a disservice if you don't give the patrons this 90%. Of what the nerves do, Google it. I call it, I straight up call it the crazy chiropractor chart. It looks like I'm going to treat your kidneys and your lungs and your heart. And there's where the hitch is. Treat. Mm -hmm. So this is where it gets very muddy for docs and patients and the general public is that doctors, the biggest mistake they do, they put that chart right on the front. And then you drive by and like. Some chiropractors going to treat my kidneys, lungs. Are you crazy? Well, first off, they think treat because they come from a medical background. Right. You don't treat anything. And then if you explain to them you're removing the nerve interference and you just let the brain and body talk, which is undisputable. Right. Then they can make that decision if that's a philosophy they buy into. Right. Because we don't even have 100% of chiropractors that bought into it. So you think <laughs> they're a bunch of patients. Right. But give them the option.
1: Right. And I tell the CAs when I start coaching with any CA, I said, first thing you need to understand as a chiropractic assistant, you're in the belief-changing business. Because every single person that comes into your office that hasn't been exposed to chiropractic on some way or some level have a whole idea about what health is and its sickness. And so we have to teach them that health is health, right? And the only ones that truly focus on health is chiropractors.
0: So the philosophy we could do, 10 episodes. I mean, so are we going to leave the philosophy point to two? I think it's two things. One, get clear on what your offices is. is, Right. And then two, as a CA, identify if that's what you want to be a part of. Right. I mean.
1: And you, CAs, you can get as depth, depth, in-depth philosophy as you choose to. You're not going to believe it all at the beginning because sometimes it's just a little bit. Like a, a practice member comes in and goes, yeah, I'm supposed to believe that's that simple. That's how I felt. It's that simple, really. You know what I've gone through in my life to get here to you? How could it be that simple? And if it was, why didn't the other 42 doctors tell me about that, right? So you're going to decide. But my, my, I know for, for, for sure that the stronger you are in that belief of the true fact of subluxation-based chiropractic, the better you'll be at your front desk. Because you're going to be able to communicate better. Because you come from a place of knowing and believing to tell them, what do you mean you're going to quit? Are you kidding me? You just are getting better. You're not quitting. If you quit, you're going to be back where you were. Why would you want to do that? And you own that statement, and you come from a place of love, right? And you just, you just you're better if you own it. If you're wishy-washy about it, then every single practice member who says something to you, you're going to respond with a different answer.
0: And even if you're an ouchie practice, right? We used to p- practice dentistry in the fifties that way, right? I mean, I think I've brought this up before. We either drilled or pulled teeth. I don't even think I got my teeth cleaned in the seventies, or right. I think that started like in the eighties. Now maybe I, my parents just didn't take me, but and I got great teeth, so I I, I know I'm I I'm not behind the ball, but. You know, if you just want to use a pain model, I would just right. say, look, we we still brush and floss and get our teeth cleaned, so you still should be doing something regular. And is there any chiropractor that doesn't believe if you're getting checked once a month you're going to be better off than just coming? Right. And if if you believe even just that,
1: right. you actually
0: have a wellness practice.
1: Yeah, because a lot of doctors, their wellness care is once a month. Right, that's called their maintenance care. <laughs> so, is not enough. It's not, not enough. Fine. But we, I would rather see ninety percent of a practice Under. get adjusted once a month and ten percent. Right. So, it's again. It's if you're going to decide to develop yourself to be outstanding, there's certain core principles that you need to have, and philosophy is one of those. The other one was purpose. Right. And we will move right on to purpose and the reason. And we've talked about this so much over the course of these podcasts. Why are you showing up? Why do you dedicate 40 hours or more to this office that you sh- that you work in? Why are you devoting 40 hours or more to the team that's around you? Why are you devoting 40 hours or more to your doctor? Right? And coming from a place of knowing that we don't get to climb the corporate ladder as chiropractic assistants, right? We are what we are, right? There's no – you might go from a front desk to an office team leader, right? That might be your step, but then once – that's about all. It's not a – it's not climbing the corporate ladder, so you need to realize that if you're going to devote your life to this, that you understand that when you believe that there's nothing better than to serve chiropractic – than to see miracles every day, than to be you know a beacon of hope for your practice members. That's when, you, that's being on purpose, and knowing that you're doing it to serve others, and then your grat, your reward is the things that come back to
0: you. There's a great book called The Purpose Driven Life that a patient gave to me, um, and yeah, I, and it. <sighs> I mean, I, I, when, you're, when you were asking, you know, why do you go, I was going to be the snarky one and be like, I got bills. I need a job. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. We all have that. But
1: and most CAs come to work there because they have bills and want a paycheck. Totally. If I'm scanning the Indeed or ZipRecruiter or something, I'm looking for a job that's going to pay me what I feel I deserve to be paid, and then I'm going to go to work right? I'm not saying, oh, I think I'll just scan ZipRecruiter and Indeed and go find somebody so I can serve with a purpose. I mean, me, I am, but the normal person, the person that's seeking employment isn't doing that.
0: Well, and that's where you nailed the gap about being a CA is that the lack in pay, which unfortunately is, in my opinion, substantial, um, is made up on the mission, the purpose. Right. Is that you know what? I at the end of the day, when they put me under, you know, I realized I made an imprint, right? Or I could have made money and done a lot of other stuff. Yeah. I mean, every CA I've had—I hope they're not listening to this. I'm shocked <laughs> they stay as long as they do. Shocked. And let me say, not shocked because I know why they do because of the purpose.
1: Yeah, they love it.
0: Um, but. It's fun there. Shocked is not the white word. Yeah. I'm
1: delighted,
0: grateful, <laughs> pleasantly surprised. You know, and some and look, I've had some finally that have just said, "Hey, you know what?" Uh, like for me, I've I've said on this, I I'm starting to do other things. I would right. chain myself to a senator's house to defend chiropractic if needed, right. but I'm. My chiropractic glass is full. I, there's nothing more I feel that I can... And I, I do this for fun. I yeah. I, I, I don't really... I, I don't think I monetarily gain from this at if all. If you
1: actually look at people that do things for charity for free, the gratitude they get from that, look at the J.J. J. Watt who put his whole football salary to help. Yeah. I mean, the whole football salary. That's no joke money, right? To say, hey, I don't need this, but I need to do something with it that's going to help serve my purpose, which is to help people, yeah. right? So the gratitude he gets from that when you listen to him interviewed, that's, that's what he talks about. He doesn't talk about how many guys he tackled or how many yards he ran or he didn't talk about any of that. He talks about what what gives him purpose and his mission is to serve, right? right. So I believe that that's what chiropractic is, that we're here to serve. We're here to help people find a better way to live. And uh, there's no value on that. I mean, we should be being paid millions and millions of dollars for what we do, right? There's no value on that. But we're not going to get paid millions of dollars. I mean, some chiropractors do, right? But a chiropractic assistant isn't going to. But she's going to or he's going to be able to go home every day and say, you know what, I served today. I changed someone's life today. I put a smile on someone's face who has been frowning for six months. I, I, people come to me because they, I make them feel better. I make them happy. They want to sit in my reception room just because it gives them joy to be there. What is that worth? Right there's no value of that except to say when you go home to be everything that you're grateful for today, and all of those things are going to be the people that you changed or made their day better. Sometimes their life, right? They say you've changed my life, and when someone comes up to you as a chiropractor or a chiropractic assistant and say you've changed my life, that's heavy, right? I've had people tell me that as a coach, you changed my life. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute! I'm not here to change anybody's life. I'm just here to give you some information and and make you better at what you do, so you are happy, and love and love coming to work every day. When it's it's kind of heavy when people say stuff like that to you, but then you have to think about, wow, that's worth it. That's worth the 40 hours you put in today, this week in the office. You changed somebody's life. You you know they'd been struggling until they found chiropractic. That's those, to me, that's the purpose.
0: Well, it's like a pyramid scheme, right? Because if you do that to somebody, they have kids and right. family members, wife, spouse. Right. So it, and it, all
1: their lives are better because that one person's right. life's better.
0: Right. Right.
1: Right. It's so important to realize that, to be, to educate people enough to know why you're there, but to educate yourself so that you buy into your purpose and your mission.
0: Okay, I'm going to leave them hanging with that because we have two more responsible enthusiasm and we'll hit that when we meet in a few weeks. Great. Okay.
1: Thank you, everybody. Love you. Love you.
0: Thanks for listening to the Chiropractic Assistance for Life podcast with Dr. Lance and Lori Morton, where you get the strategies and tools to build the team of your dreams.